0: Welcome to the podcast arm of the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Peculiar People's Parish, based in Regina, Canada. Our mandate is pursuing his purpose, pronouncing his power, and proclaiming his praise. You can subscribe to our podcast channel today so you never miss an episode of our podcasts. Be blessed by this teaching. Working our heart in the name of jesus amen i asked a question this morning at the first service and i'd like to ask the same question now how many people here are citizens of the kingdom of heaven you are citizen of the kingdom of heaven ah lots of hands are raised okay thank you some persons don't even know they are citizens of the kingdom of heaven if i ask how many people are citizens of canada we are so sure of that. We're so sure of you know, whether you're born here or you become a citizen by, you know, by the process. We are sure that we're citizens. But many people don't know that giving our life to the Lord Jesus Christ makes you automatically citizens of God's kingdom. Automatically, you become a citizen of that kingdom. Automatically, your name is written and engraved in the books of life. And so, we become citizens of God's kingdom. Now, my next question would be, what are the benefits of this kingdom? Or maybe I should say, when should we start enjoying the benefits of the kingdom of heaven? When should we start enjoying it? If somebody saying now, do we all agree? Okay, the question is, why I would not enjoy the benefits of the kingdom right now? You know, some, some of us would believe that, oh... We will understand it by and by. When rapture happens, we will get to heaven and then we will now start enjoying it. Though God wants you and I to start living the kingdom lifestyle now. From here, from this place. Now, what is the kingdom? Romans chapter 14, verse 17, just gave us a quick description of the kingdom. It says, For the kingdom of God is not in meat and drink, but righteousness and peace. And what? And joy in the Holy Ghost. How many believers, let's be honest with ourselves, can boldly beat Esau our chest that is living in righteousness. He has peace like a river and joy in the Holy Ghost. Many, that shows that some believers, some people that are even believers, don't understand what the kingdom is. And no wonder we are not living the kingdom lifestyle here. There are lots of things that are bringing issues here and there that is depleting the joy of believers. There are things that are happening, you know, in our in in, in surroundings and environment that is distorting our peace. But the Bible says the kingdom lifestyle is a lifestyle of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Someone say righteousness, please. Righteousness. Peace, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost this is our portion. It does not call for prayers. It's a permanent thing done. It's just like you're a citizen of Canada and you are asking, oh, God may please give me light. Oh, God may please give me health care. No, it's part of the package. It's part of the package of the kingdom. And if you have not yet yielded your life to Jesus Christ, you are not yet in the kingdom that we're talking about. Don't forget this season we are talking of kingdom joy. And Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10 says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. So believers are not living in this kingdom even on health year because we are ignorant that we're supposed to have started living right here and enjoying the benefits. Now, many of us, we are aware, we want to enjoy the benefits, but some things are happening around us that are depleting the joy. Jesus says in John chapter sixteen verse twelve, "Ask unto your joy is full," which means your joy can be reduced. He's talking of fullness of joy. Psalm chapter sixteen verse eleven says, "Thou wilt show me the path of life; in your presence is there is fullness of joy." Why is the scripture using the word fullness? Because joy can be depleted, joy can be reduced. Many people's joy have been tampered with with the happiness of life. And this morning, one of such inhibitors of joy is what I would have loved to talk about. For time that is fast spent will continue next week. But one of the inhibitors of joy is the spirit of unforgiveness. Let's quickly read three scriptures. And we are done for this morning. Spirit of unforgiveness. What does God want us to do when it comes to forgiveness? Jesus made it clear to us, in the book of Luke, chapter 17, verse 1, that offense will surely come. Whether from your partner, your spouse, your colleagues, your co-workers, even church members. I don't know husband and wife that have never fought before. I mean, you have to misunderstand that's what I mean. I don't mean boxing. I mean misunderstanding. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if I see, I can come and learn from you. Okay. Maybe our dad and mommy can tell us that, uh, <laughs> you see... When people celebrate 20 years of marriage, 20 years we have been managing ourselves properly. We have been able to... It doesn't mean there are no misunderstanding. Dr. Koye, were there no know misunderstanding. And yet the woman was made of steel. You understand? Because they will find a way to resolve their differences. And they will move forward. But some persons just, they just bottle in their heart, I will not forgive. I will. And so, you know, the language you use these days, unreconcilable differences. There is nothing like that. It's big grammar. There is nothing unforgiving, there's no there's nothing that could not be reconciled. And so, we keep using this word to just disturb people's brain. And then we're just like, okay, what is unreconcilable differences? Jesus Christ said in the beginning, it was not so. It was not so. He made them man and woman. And he said, God has joined together. Let no man put asunder. So many a times we just form in our heart, I'm not going to get let go. I'm not, going to, I'm not going to budge. And our head goes, stands on our way. And we just destroy a beautiful relationship that God has given us. For the fact that God gave you, does not mean it cannot be destroyed if you don't guide it well. So brethren, this morning or this afternoon, I want us to think about what this unforgiving spirit is. Now, what is forgiveness in the first way? Forgiveness is overlooking the art that was done with no intention to punish as a result of that that issue. There's no intention, no more intention to punish. You know, some of us, we forgive, we forgive conditionally. I'll forgive, but I will keep him at arm's length. Uh, your wife will no longer be able to relate with you as before. He said, you have missed the chance. You have missed the chance. I, I, I came this way for you, missed the chance. Which chance? Put the chance back. They will miss it 100 times. They will bring it back 100 times. Okay. It, it, we need to start embracing the spirit of forgiveness as believers. Now, let's read the scripture Ephesians chapter 4, verse twenty, verse 32. The Bible says something, and we're going to read together as a church. But before we go into this, do you know that Christ forgave you your own sin? And so you must forgive every sin that was done against you. That is the kingdom principle. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 32. Uh, we have it projected in King James Version, please. Everybody, let's go together. Go. And be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake had forgiving you. May I announce to you that this was a letter written to the church, not to an unbeliever. So, in other words, God knows that offense will come in the midst of the Christians, of people of God. But He has already made provision. Forgive one another. Just as God forgive you. Second scripture, Colossians chapter 3, verse 13. Colossians chapter 3, verse 13. I'm rushing because of time. Uh, please pardon me, but we're going to be- get somewhere this morning. Uh, Colossians chapter 3, verse uh, 13. Do we have it projected in King James Version? Okay, everybody, let's go together. Forbearing one another. Stop, please. What is forbearing? Tolerance. Tolerate one another, bear it with one another. You know, know that, okay, give room for thought, so that we can easily forgive. You know, some, some couple or some husband or wife this time around have never said anything beautiful about their spouses before. We just look for mistake, 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 mistake. Why is this here? Why is that there? Why didn't you say this? Why didn't you say that? What of the one she says? Let's appreciate it. The Bible said, let's tolerate with one another. My wife will forgive me. But sometimes my wife will like to open the drawer and forget to close it. And I've complete, 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 complete. Ah sometimes I just say from the man who goes, ah, she has the grace of opening. You have grace to close it. <laughs> why are we complaining over what is not? Okay, madam, you did not close the drawer. Oh, I forgot. Don't forget tomorrow. Tomorrow again you did not close. I forgot. She has grace of opening, have grace of closing. That's why you compliment one another. Today the love is sweet. She's made with sweet <laughs> But what are we talking about? We need to understand that there will always be offense. There will be fault. But let us give ourselves allowance, tolerance for bearing one another that there could be mistake. There could be error, we are still in human flesh, and there is there's possibility of making mistakes. Now the scripture says, forbearing one another. Now let's read for that that Colossians chapter 3, verse 13 again. Forbearing one another, and if any man, even as how did Christ forgive us how did he forgive us the Romans chapter 5 verse 8 says even when we were yet sinners Christ died for the ungodly can you die for your spouse can you can you die can you say oh look all our all shortcomings <laughs> what's that <laughs> hallelujah Is somebody show me my wife <laughs> camera people be careful <laughs> hallelujah of course I can die for her oh yeah I can tell you that I can die for her so, don't miss the couple nights out, don't miss that couple's night out, you will hear me sing some composition for my wife that day <laughs> hallelujah <laughs> But, 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 but let's not take the gist away from this morning. Let's put it towards Couples Night Out. That would be nice. On 26 August, please be there. We're not only going to hit the love fries and the furry rope, but we're going to talk serious matter to ourselves. We want to really address some key things. And there's room for anonymous questions. Please write them down. Write them down. You don't want, don't stand up to ask the question because you might be ashamed. Let's put it down and pass it. If you want to type it, type it so that nobody will trace where it's coming from. Ask deep questions. Children will not be there. Let's ask ourselves a question. I'm waiting for that day. But the point we are making here is Jesus Christ has died for us. And he wants us to do the same for one another. Jesus Christ forgave everything and wants us to forgive one another. So if you are a Christian and you are still living in the spirit of unforgiveness, I tell you, you are depleting your joy gradually. It's not only to spouses. It could be to a brother or sister in church. And if she sits here, you are coming in, Usher says, Here, you say, Nibo, are you just find your way to another place? Because that person is there. You say, No, when she take here, I take here. I'm not making it to ever know. It's just point blank. How do I know? As we wrap up this morning, Matthew chapter 18. Let's look at the story. Matthew chapter 18. And I'll be wrapping up on that note. We we'll continue from there next time by the grace of God. Matthew chapter 18, verse 23. Jesus Christ told the story. About the kingdom and follow me. Therefore the, is the kingdom of heaven likened unto a certain king, which would take account of his servant. And when he had begun to reckon, one was brought unto him, which was which hold him ten times I mean ten thousand talents. But for as much as he had not to pay, his Lord commanded him to be sold. Is I mean, he and his wife and his children and all that he had and payment to be made. The servant therefore fell down and worshipped him, saying, Lord, have patience with me. I will pay thee all. Then the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion. And loosed him, I mean, and lost him, and forgave him the debt. Now the Bible says in 28, "But the same servant went out and found one of his fellow servants which owed him an hundred pence, and he laid hands on him and took him by the troth, saying, "Pay me that which thou owest me." And his fellow servant fell down at his feet and besought him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. And he would not but went and cast him into prison till he should pay the debt. Many of us have cast people into prison in our heart. We lock them up. We throw the key, we threw the key into, the, into the ocean. And we say, Never. Forgiveness is not here. It is in That person is not ready for heaven. Because if you cannot forgive here, the Bible says if you don't forgive your father in heaven, we will not also forgive you. So we lock people up, we lock relationships up, we destroy relationships so just simply because we find it difficult to forgive one another. And the Bible says in verse 31, so when his fellow servants saw that what has happened, they went, they were very sorry. And they came and told it unto their Lord, and, and that all that was done, verse 32. Then his Lord after that he had called him, said unto him, O thou wicked servant, anyone who refuses to forgive his fellow uh, human for whatever offense, God calls such a person wicked. Wicked servant. Now, see what this Lord told, uh, I mean, told him. I forgave thee all the debts because thou dishonoured me. You ask me. Should you not also have had compassion on thy fellow servant Even as I had pity on thee, and his Lord was wrought, and deliver him to the tormentors, till he should pay all that was due unto him. My fear is this. That 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 he was punished for, he was forgiven some few hours ago. But because he messed up, his Lord revisited that and said, take him now and put him in prison. He has to pay for all that are forgiven before. Does it sound to you that if you refuse to forgive, God will revisit the one he has forgiven? Let's rise up. Take my life. I'm. Eaten. Take my heart oh yes transform me take my will take my will take my will conform me to yours to yours oh Lord Mm -hmm. brokenness Brokenness, brokenness, it's what I long for. Mm-hmm. Brokenness, it's what I need. Mm-hmm. Brokenness, brokenness, it's what you ask for me from me. Holiness. Oh, holiness. Holiness. Holiness is what I long for. Holiness, Lord. Holiness is what I need. Let us go for righteousness this morning. Righteousness, righteousness, righteousness is what you want from me. Oh yeah, from me. Lord, take my life, take my life, take my life, more deep. Take my mind, take my heart Lord, transform me. Take my will, Lord, take my will. Take my will Lord, to yours to yours, oh Lord. Now, I give us one minute. Let's just ask the Lord, help me to embrace the spirit of forgiveness. Help me to live a righteous life. Help me to live a life that you have called me to live. If you are in this congregation this morning or this afternoon, I just wanted to know that Jesus has died to forgive you your whole sin, and so just embrace that sacrifice of Christ on the cross of Calvary, so that you too can have can be partaker of His blessings. Father, take my life for oh God, transform me. Oh Lord, take my heart, transform me. Take my life, mould it to oh God. Help me to live a righteous life. Help me to embrace the spirit of forgiveness. Even as I walk this journey with you, Father, it may be hard, it may be difficult, but Father, I tap into grace this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, precious God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. We hope you were blessed by that teaching. For further inquiries, please visit our website, www.rccgppp.org. You can also check us on Facebook and on YouTube at RCCGPPPSK, on Instagram and Twitter at RCCGPPP. If you are within the city of Regina, Canada, you can join us in person at 1771 Bond Street, S4N, 1X7 for a refreshing time in God's presence.